0: This is Tania, and you're listening to Nia on Purpose. I started this podcast to create a space where I can speak with intention and walk in my purpose. I hope that listeners resonate with something I say and are encouraged to also live purposefully. everyone. Welcome back to Nia On Purpose. This is your host, Tania. I know it's been a couple weeks since I have uploaded a new episode. And so for that reason, this week I will be uploading two episodes um, just to stay in the the same cycle of like episode release functionality that I've kind of made up in my own head. But this episode um, is actually about friendships I originally wanted to release this episode as my second episode, but for some reason at the time, it just wasn't sitting right with me. And so I was like, I'll put this on the back burner until I can truly figure out what, I, what it is I want to say on this episode, what I want to talk about, how I want to relay the information that pertains to friendships, and just all, all in all how I want the, the, the flow of that episode to go. So here we are now recording and releasing the episode about friendships. The way I categorize my friendships um, is kind of like in not necessarily tiers that have a different like level to them. um, But for the sake of like just terminology, we're just going to say tiers. As I was like preparing my outline for this episode, I thought of three tiers. And so that first tier of friends are friends categorized as people I knew before my sister passed and I know that's pretty weird to say but that's just kind of how my mind processes not only friendships and and bonds and how I maintain friendships and what they mean to me and so that's kind of how I've just continued to associate my friendships those friendships that I had like before my sister passed or typically like are co-friends so not only were they my friends but they were also her friends and we hung out with mainly the same people and so that first tier of my friendships is specifically like my brother and two of my high school classmates this tier also includes like really like anybody that I met during those years that I was like an early teenager and really for the most part anybody I met for the first 18 years of my life. It's funny that I mentioned my brother because originally I don't think that if you had asked me maybe even a year and a half ago if my brother was my friend I probably would say no and it's so crazy now because I consider my brother one of my best friends now but I always used to say I love my brother, but I don't really like him. And now I can say that I both love and like my brother. Um, and so we have definitely developed a friendship over the years that I think we kind of lost during some period of our life. I remember growing up, we were always close. And I remember, this is like one of the most distinct memories of my like me and my brother growing up and it was when I was dating this guy in high school we were like high school sweethearts and he went off to college at Bethel and then my brother went off to college at Austin P on the same day and I chose to spend my time with my boyfriend as opposed to spending my time with my brother right before they both went off to college and I remember calling my brother one day after he left, and I was just boo-hooing, like Javon, I miss you so much because I didn't take advantage of that opportunity that I had to to spend time with him before he went to college. Since then, I don't again. I don't know where the disconnect happened, but I'm just grateful that the connection rehappened, and we like talk to each other all the time now, send each other like funny videos. Checking on each other just to see, like, how the other's day was um, or if the other needs anything and stuff like that, which I think are really key important factors in any type of friendship, any type of relationship. And then also my high school classmates, Hallie and Jacob, shout out to both of you guys. Um, you guys have definitely played a major key role in my childhood years and then i would say also my adulthood years although we don't speak every day i haven't seen hallie since high school um and me and jacob see each other so sporadically it's more not than often and so i appreciate those friendships so much because it's like we've never skipped a beat and when we do see each other it's just laughs and good times and memories and learning about each other now um and just growing into adulthood simultaneously but like from a distance and being okay with that and so I will forever be appreciative of those friendships Hallie still messages me texts me listens to my podcast um all the time um whenever she thinks of my sister, she always texts me or just telling me, like, I hope you have a great day, which is so sweet, like, so sweet, and then me and Jacob just literally just, man, thank you so much for everything you've done for me, everything you've supported me through, and everything you've listened to me, like, vent about over the last few years. It's so crazy how our lives have changed so much and we again don't see each other every single day but no matter how far we are from each other we're still going to text each other on our birthdays we're still going to check in we're still going to see each other when we can and and just simply never forget the the bond that we we've shared over the years those people again are my my tier one friends and then my tier two friends are the friends that I met from like my late teens to currently I guess um so like these these people are the ones that I feel like I truly became an adult with we literally were kids when we all met 18 19 20 and we're 25, 26, 27 now, and we all still are together, still learning life together, still navigating adulthood, and how friendships change through, like, distance, and just the natural maturation of life, um, and so those friends are kind of, like, (laughs) <laughs> I hate to say it like this, but these are like my band friends, my college band friends. I don't think that I ever anticipated being friends with them for longer than like the time I was in band. And I honestly think that my sister had a major impact on that friendship, what the friendship looks like now, especially after she passed. That's when I truly learned that I I have weird attachment to people that knew my sister versus those that did not know my sister. And what I mean by that is is that I feel the need to maintain all of these friendships for the sole purpose of we share this bond and this understanding of each other and who Tenise was that I don't want to I don't want to lose any more pieces of my sister that I've already lost if that makes sense. That does not mean that this These friendships are solely based on the loss of my sister, but it just means that they're so important to me because they have candid memories of my sister that I only share with them, and I will forever, like, be grateful for them, but also it's just really interesting to know that that friendship did not become stagnant. It did not necessarily stop when my sister passed it grew closer and we still continued to grow up we still continued to mature because like I said we were all I think I was 19 yeah I was 19 no I was 20 I had just turned 20 excuse me um so I was 20 when my sister passed and we all met when like I said when when I was 18 and so we were still kids even after my sister passed and still navigating like coming into adulthood and here we are now, all a different age, still, still, you know, learning how to heal from, like, such a major loss at such a young age. Because they were all my sister's friend, too. They were um, her brothers and sisters. They were her um, boyfriend, her, you know, friends, roommates, all of those things. So this friend group, I think, is one of the ones that has the most has, has seen me through the most. Again, I was so young. We were all so young and we're still all so close now today. And as I continue this, I do not want anyone to ever mistake anything I say, especially my friends, especially if y'all listen to this. I never want anyone to mistake what I say by these tears or talking about, attachments that I have to certain people as me saying that I value some friends over the other I value all my friends equally I love them all so much they all play a significant role in my life but um, just the simple fact that there are people that knew my sister and that I have memories with my sister with it just makes that friendship a little more strong I guess or or maybe they understand me to a different degree maybe that's the only way I can I can explain it and so I think the final tier this is I guess my third tier of friendships um, and I call this one the girls they know who they are <laughs> um, these are I think I talked about them in my <clears throat> this might have been my second podcast episode where I talked about grief and then the gifts of loss but my girls are my girls they know who they are we met the a month after my sister passed. We're literally inseparable since. Inseparable they, again, were a key component in my healing process because before them, I did have a, a couple girlfriends, but I didn't have, like, I remember me and my sister were always talking about how we didn't have girlfriends like that, but I didn't have girl friends to just bond with and, and do girl things with and so they became that for me and then also they are so special to me because I remember seeing a piece of my sister in every single one of them. I remember thinking that had to be like some kind of gem, some kind of like sign from my sister that she's okay and that everything will be okay and that these girls are really good people and they are here for me as much as I am here for them. Um... And like I said, I also met them, like, these were the girls I met right after my sister passed. But I was still young. We were all still such babies. We've all grown up now. We live in different cities, some in different states, some with families. And it's just amazing to see where, where we've all come from, where we are now, and know that, like, we still are grounded in each other's friendship. Now, with that being said, it's dang near mission impossible to get us in one room together but we're still (laughs) we're still working on that girl's night that we've been trying to plan for geez at least like a year now but nonetheless i think that all of these friendships that i've mentioned this far are so significant and i value friendships so much and i will not lie and say that i don't think that i have attachment issues with all of my friends now simply because um when you lose someone it's really it really changes you and so I don't I don't do like petty arguments anymore I don't like cuz I value these people so much like there's nothing that really any of them could say that would make me say I don't love you anymore, or I don't care about you anymore. We may have disagreements. We ha- We may have arguments. It's normal. Um, we all have different opinions. We all di- live different lifestyles, and that's completely okay. And I think one of the key things, key things to know about friendships and relationships, is that it's okay to have disagreements and misunderstandings and still love each other and and work through it. Eventually, whenever the time comes. Um, with that being said, um, the, the maintenance of friendships is incredibly difficult. Um, but all of my friends, all of the people I have created some sort of relationship with, I will always have love for them. I will always support them, even if we're not talking and they don't even know that I'm supporting them. I still pray for them every single day, every single night. I still want them to win as much as I want myself to win. I think we can all be at the top and be successful. Some of the most important factors that I've learned about friendships is communicating effectively, having those tough conversations, not just being someone that goes with the flow and agrees with everything. And then also someone that stands up for themselves um stands up for each other um because I don't play about any of my friends at all and then also um learning to love myself just as much as I love others um, because sometimes we fall short when pouring into ourselves as much as we pour into others and vice versa sometimes it happens or vice versa but I think that All of them have have truly made me realize like what I deserve, how valuable I am to not only like myself and to them, but to society and to this entire world that I've learned to kind of pour into myself as much as I pour into them and pour into others. Um, And I will never say that like I am perfect. I am far, far, far from perfect. I've made so many mistakes. I've had to ask forgiveness so many times, which is going to be my next episode. Um, (laughs) But um, I truly appreciate them for all of the lessons that I've learned through them. And then as I close out, I want to just talk um, a little bit about failed friendships. No matter how much love in your heart you have to give some people are just not ready to receive it and some people never even wanted it to begin with and with that being said it's okay when a friendship fails it's okay when someone you you used to spend a ton of time with no longer comes around And it's not always a reflection on your character. Yes, we all do things wrong in friendships, and I have done my fair share of wrongdoing and had my fair share of mistakes in friendships, but we can all always come back from those. We can always, always come back from mistakes that we've made, and that's what's the most important thing. With that being said, I do not think that all friendships, all relationships deserve a spin-the-block moment. You can love people from afar. You can care about people from a distance. And sometimes that's all a failed friendship needs. It doesn't need a rekindling. It doesn't need closure. (laughs) I was actually thinking about that as well, um... Not everything needs closure. Sometimes closure is the way your friend treated you or the way you treat your friend to make them leave. And just know that the way people value you is not a reflection of who you truly are. And last but not least, I would be remiss if I did not talk about continuing to make new friends in adulthood, which is nearly mission impossible, by the way. Um mm. so moved to a new city. I work remotely, work from home. All my current co-workers are in Memphis <laughs> and the people that I meet while doing my job typically don't live in Nashville. Most of them live in East Tennessee or they work at other institutions, South Carolina, Alabama, wherever wherever they, you know, reside, Kentucky, all the places. And so it's kind of hard to make friends in the city, especially again, like, because I think I've mentioned this before, but because I don't do a lot of things here outside of my home, it's, it's, it can be difficult. And so that means like, I have to like, go out. (laughs) And I'm not always super comfortable going out because I am a single petite woman. It's not always okay for me to go to like clubs or parties or even bars by myself. I don't always feel comfortable doing those things just because you never know. You never know. And it's a big city. Like anything can happen. But nonetheless, I have been able to make a few friends in the city. And I do get to go out. In, um with people and some of my friends that I've met in groups and things of that nature. And I think one of the hardest things that I've realized to navigate is maintaining new friendships while maintaining longstanding friend, uh, friendships. Especially with like how much distance there is between like me and all my friends in those first three tiers. And then how close I am to my friends now. That live here in Nashville with me and it's easy to kind of honestly it's easy to let time go by and it's easy to be like oh well so-and-so is probably busy I'll text them tomorrow or I'll call them tomorrow or oh so-and-so is on vacation so I'm just gonna let them ride this out and hopefully we'll catch up later and also I hate when the conversation becomes like, new friends versus old friends. And what I mean by that is my new friends will never, ever, ever replace my old friends. And I think a lot of times when I go back home or when I hang out with my friends, that seems to be a question. And I completely understand where it comes from because I feel like I've probably thought that way before. Uh, me and my best friend Chelsea are always like, um, you better not go out and make any new friends. Like, I'm, I'm her. <laughs> I'm her I'm it for you um and we're joking and of course like I want Chelsea to make as many like well-rounded amazing friends and I think she thinks the same for me but it is like sometimes a fear that you'll get pushed to the wayside and forgotten about but I think there is a hundred percent possibility to balance both new friends and old friends But I think for today's episode, that is all I got for you. In the spirit of friendship and love and happiness and bonding, (laughs) I challenge each one of my listeners to tell your friends you love them today. Tell them that you're here for them no matter what and tell them that you're just thinking of them and that you're happy that they're in your life. Thanks for listening to Nia On Purpose. This has been a wonderful episode and I can't, I can't wait. Um, and I can't wait for y'all to hear more. Thanks again for listening to Nia On Purpose. My goal is always to reach a new individual and encourage the spread of love, hope, compassion, and peace. I hope I succeeded, and I hope y'all come back for more. Be sure to support me in any way you see fit, and tune in next time. And remember, it was always on purpose.